Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This episode contains spoilers for the first half of Geostorm. Uh, but don't you worry, because it contains no spoilers for the second half. We haven't seen the second half, Joseph. Why? Because we are... That is right, we are the Walkout Boys. Two boys who each week go and see a brand new release film and leave it halfway through. We talk about the first half, we make up the second. That's right, my name is Nick Sampson. I'm Joseph Moore. And this week, almost perfect. (laughs) This week, uh, we went to see half of Geostorm, the movie that was, I assume, made about 10 years ago um, and kept in a vault until today. You're not. Uh, you're close to not wrong on that. It was made about four years ago, I think. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> literally, yeah. And they, I think they got a new director to try and make it again using some of what they had. And the results uh, show. Geostorm is... It's about a... It's, about, it's not your granddaddy's storm. No, it's not s- even... Storms as you and I know them, Nick, uh, were made by God. Yeah. These storms made by satellites. Mm, God's finest creation. Uh, so the film begins with a very quick, unconvoluted uh, recap of the last three years by a small girl, and the film set, I think, in 2020, and she quickly recaps that uh, in 2019, storms were getting worse than ever, something that rings uh, almost too true, and uh, luckily... Yeah, this this film is a little close to the bone. <laughs> uh, if you're worried about climate change, uh, look away. Yeah, and... So this girl is saying, hey, guess what? The storms were getting pretty bad. Luckily, uh, UN, the country stock footage of UN, decided to fight the storms, and they started an elite team of 17 countries, led by Gerard Butler, who invented a million satellites? Yeah, he, I think he came up with the idea that, you know, wh- why just have one satellite when you could have a million? So he invented a system where a million satellites surround the Earth at all times, <laughs> and using... Lasers? No. Lasers. Missiles. And bullets. Bullets. They shoot storms (laughs) out of the sky to keep you and I safe. And you might be thinking, a perfect system. Well. Why why show us a movie? (laughs) Where's the conflict going to come from a fully functioning, perfect system of a million satellites positioned all around the world shooting lasers at storms? Um, Well, uh, something's going wrong with this... um, web of satellites and they are starting to go rogue and geostorm um places that shouldn't be geostormed yes and then it was half time yeah because ah oh, well, man we saw it, that well basically what nick just described is from a minute into the film until uh i got till, till uh, 54 minutes and a half which when we walked out geostorm keeps its geo cards very close to its geo chest because we didn't see anything we didn't see a single storm we were in it's the- not a fucking one fucking storm in the first half of the they better have they better have a big fucking storm in the second half because 
Jesus. We, all we saw was an hour of, as you said, space admin. <laughs> Dudes checking their computers, joking about the length of their tires, and going backwards and forwards from space to fix uh, like bits of satellite. Yeah, uh, I think there seemed to be a plot brewing about the satellites getting hacked and maybe a, like a terrorist or something. Who's, to, who knows? But, but we definitely didn't meet any villains or adversaries along the way. No, we saw one guy walk into a room and he had a scar below his eye, which, you know. Oh, he's he bad. I don't want to make assumptions, but. I guess he's uh, angry at some. I don't know who's angry at who in, in this film. <laughs> no one has any motive. Everyone has a lot of emails um, <laughs> and they've got to check them. The movie tried very hard to be like a, a, a Michael Bay film. And it's rare that you long for a Michael Bay film. But I was doing so in this. They, they, there was lots of shots set uh, against sunset um, in, in Florida or similar. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of big tracking shots of a helicopter going in slow motion. But then that helicopter would then fly to space and someone would check an email. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's quite a lot of scenes where like five people would walk into a room and only Gerard Butler would say like two lines and then all five of them would just turn uh, right around and walk out yeah, of the room. There was a lot like of... they didn't have the other side of the set to... Definitely. And no one told them you can start a scene with everyone already in the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, every, every... Oh, man. So like, let's try and sum up the characters. So we've got Gerard Butler, who is... James Lawson. Yeah. Oh, good, good memory. Thank you. He is the greatest scientist in the world. Mm. Um, and it starts with him getting out of a cab, and 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 the doorman says like, "Oh man, you're James Lawson. You are the greatest scientist in the world. You built this the Geostorm Skynet satellite." And he's like, uh, "That's me. I'm he's like, "Man, you invent- like tornadoes, zap. <laughs> yeah, hurricanes, zap." <laughs> Monsoon, zap. And then he, and he goes, man, if you ever want anything, just ask me. And uh, Gerard Butler immediately takes the man's tie, um, steals his tie, and goes into a Congress hearing where he, hearing where he is uh, very, uh, very uh, uh, full of himself. Yes, well. And continues to be. He has every right to be, though, doesn't he? Because all the uh, red tape around him is stopping him from doing his science job. Which is? Be the boss of the zap machine create the bullets to shoot at storms um but he gets fired by his own weasley brother oh his brother is the worst his brother of course is dating a secret service agent yeah who i assume um has to keep on her steely emotionless secret service uh facade at home because there is no chemistry there less chemistry i think than any on-screen pairing i've ever seen yeah there are two very long conversations about ties in this film and they are both like meant to be very sexy and they are very much just about ties Leah, i think the um the, the writer of the film is a real hang-up about tie etiquette <laughs> like the to think that uh jared butler would need a tie at a congress hearing i mean he built he built the geostorm satellites yeah let him do what he wants if you show up, he's, if you show up without a tie, I'm sure the Congress hearing will go ahead. So the Geostorm uh, satellites start, start. He gets fired, and the Geostorm satellites start to malfunction. And this is three years later, and we find that in Afghanistan, a village in the middle of the desert 
as being frozen solid. It is very funny to look at. Uh, and it's just lots of like donkeys <laughs> covered in ice. Um, uh, and that shouldn't be. That's not normal. No. Uh, um, and uh, they're very worried. And they're worried uh, about the state of this incredibly powerful world-ending machine. Um, and they say, the, the younger brother says, well, we've got to go up and fix it. And the president of the United States says, okay, you can send one guy, <laughs> which is like, send a few more guys. This is pretty important stuff, right? Like, this is like, uh, uh, the sun's going out, send one guy. Send, you, send, you can spare a few well, more guys. Well, luckily, Nick, there's one guy who is perfectly capable of this, and it's uh, Mr. Geostorm himself, Jared Butler. He's living in Florida with his young daughter, who's the girl from Annabelle Creation. Oh, really? Yeah. She was great. She's really good. She is outacting everybody in the film, like, in a deep way. Uh, she cries. She has, like, a, a big emotional parting with Jared Butler as he leaves her for space. And <laughs> she does. She belongs in yeah. a much better film. She, she has to really work with, you know, dialogue like, Daddy, are you going to space again? Like, and she nails it. Yeah. And anyways, Jared Butler goes back to space where he hangs out on the space station with... Checks some emails. Yeah. With a, a, a group of multinational... Uh, this, I guess they're supposed to be comic relief. Yeah. Do they say any jokes? Uh, the um, British guy, um, he says toast. <laughs> he says... Toast. I can't remember what the joke was, but he mentions toast. And yeah, the food says, toast or like a uh, toast. Yeah, yeah to... no, like the food toast. In, oh. a, in a sort of context where it wouldn't, you wouldn't normally mention toast. Not like we're toast. Oh, maybe storms. Yeah, no, he didn't say that. You sure he didn't, Nick? No. Nope. Were you thinking of toast because <laughs> you wanted to eat some? Well, I did have some food straight afterwards. So <laughs> you <it's>... did. <laughs> you, we went straight to get pita pit before we came here. Did you get your pita pit toasted? Uh, uh, I did, yeah. <laughs> How much? I, I think we've solved this mystery, hey, but Nick, the real mystery is... Well, Nick, here's my problem. Uh, one of the main characters was a big steak. <laughs> and instead of dialogue, he went, blah, 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 blah. Did you find this, Nick? Yeah. If if the writer of Geostorm is listening, maybe temper what we're saying with the fact that we were quite. I was quite hungry while I was watching it. <laughs> Um, so, hey, this geostorm is getting bad, because it blows up uh, a bit of Hong Kong. Not a storm, though. Just hot. Yeah, they... They tease it. They tease you with a little... Like, oh, here comes a storm. They even have, like, the fire sort of almost turns into a tornado, and then you're like, nah, just yeah. a... It gets cold again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Hong Kong... A bit of Hong Kong falls down, but not, like... This scene must take 45 seconds. Mm. It's, like, not a big, cool action yeah. scene. and then we're right back to... Um, checking checking emails. Checking emails. Hey, like someone gets an email notification that's like, "Hey, Hong Kong fell down." Like, did you read the email? Yeah, it just came through. All right, forward it to me. I'm gonna read it right now. And Gerard Butler's just furious about stuff. And um, but there's yeah, as you said, there's no no one really knows what's happening. Um, and I don't mean to the geostorm. I mean at any one point, like. And nobody delivers their lines like they know why they're saying them. No one at all seems like an authority on anything <laughs> in this film. The the five main characters, are like, 
the the scientists, the multinational scientists on the space station, are supposed to be the best scientists in the world, and they're constantly asking each other very expositionary things like, "What's that?" <laughs> Which you'd like to think they already know the answer to on this ship. They don't. No, none of them have any idea how any of the space equipment works. <laughs> Not even Gerard Butler, who built it with his own. There are, there are, um, there are. This, do you understand that there are satellites covering the entire? Are we make it, make it sound like there's just like satellites around the world? There, there's a web of satellites around the world, which must be. Each one looks like it's probably like say 500 meters long i don't know how many satellites that is but there must be like a hundred thousand satellites yeah. right like at least well jerry butler himself said that a certain type of satellite they had like a specific subgenre there were about two thousand of i mean it's just it's just so many satellites i'd say too many i what i don't In know case, what to say about it you're, you're trying to come up with i, I think it was I guess creative uh a creative idea from the writers or from or from Jared Butler himself, how do you defeat uh, a giant storm if it's coming in? Um, uh, well, I would have thought with another storm. You'd make storm your storm own... fight. Very good. So uh, you'd like you you or like maybe you you put a storm um, over uh, the horizon out in the ocean that's sort of got long flowy hair and like oh. a nice dress on a sexy storm. yeah the, so the storm is like and then like you know follows it out to sea where it's not going to hurt anyone that's very good i'd create a giant teacup oh and storms naturally sort of go <laughs> gravitate and, yeah yeah um i would never have thought to put a web of satellites because just because i would i would say someone would suggest it and i'd say no that that can't be done <laughs> too many that can't be done get a sexy storm wearing a dress <laughs> To hang out out just outside of Earth's atmosphere. Um, so yeah, the, 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 and the, the, there's like the satellites shoot little bullets, right? And I think Storm wasn't bullets. the science that they kind of create the opposite reaction to the. So when there's a wind, the bullets go down into the wind and shoot. What's the opposite of wind? Uh, What's the opposite of wind? <laughs> <Nick>? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, not wind, right? Like, yeah, I or guess. a wind going the other way. The <laughs> wind going the other. W- That's how you solve a solve a geostorm. I mean, they really didn't cover any of this in the first <laughs> half of the movie. <laughs> they just kept talking about. Um, I bet in the second half they realized wind going the other way <laughs> is the big solution to it all. But that would mean everyone on the planet's face would stay the same. What? You know, when the wind changes direction. Oh, yeah, right. Your face stays the same if you're doing a funny face. <laughs> Nick, you know this. <laughs> Sorry, I do know this. <laughs> I do know this. Um, Maybe that explains Jerry Butler's... Because Jerry Butler has like a bad face in yeah. this film. He's not... He just lo- he looks tired. He looks grubby, <laughs> tired. His hair is greasy. <laughs> you get the sense that that wasn't a character choice that they were like... No, like, I, you feel... Before each shot, they're like, Jared, we can we can just put some powder on your face. Like, yeah, you had a rough night last night. <laughs> He's like, no. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> but yeah, I, I, no, he, yeah, he looks really worse for wear the entire time. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to posit the theory that during his climate science work, and it was just a character choice by him, 
the wind changed after <laughs> when he was hung over and now he looks hungover. For I him. am gobsmacked that that is not a joke that they put in the movie. <laughs> uh, were, they tried to put jokes in the movie. They had the, there's the um, what? Let's play a game. Try and remember the one joke the um, Mexican robotic scientist said. Um, so he's like, "My name's Hernandez. I do robotics." And then he said a joke, and then he said, "Am I fired now?" Oh, he said, uh, "You look old. You look old." You look you really look old and ugly. Uh, and then and then he said, You look sorry, I'm just it's just that your face looks different to how many years you've been alive or something. That's right. He's onto it. He was criticizing Gerald Butler's appearance. He's the only person that did it in the whole film. Yeah. Everyone else acts like he's a handsome hero. <laughs> um Yeah, he's not. He is not handsome. Is he good at climate science? Um, we, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we were offered so little in this film. Oh, God. So little to work with. I think we just have to find out what happens in the second half, Nick. Okay, yeah. Let's just get to it. Yeah. I have nothing more to add. <laughs> Before we do that, shall we check in with our old friend, Mr. Cromwell? Absolutely. This is a live in Cromwell, the segment where each week we check in on beloved character actor James Cromwell to make sure that he's still alive and, and still Cromwell. Cromwell. Uh, and look, I was a bit worried because uh, he hasn't tweeted in two weeks, which is unusual for James. Deeply. Um, so I quickly checked uh, news and apparently, according to peoplesworld.org, he, the stars align to remember dark time in U.S. history. I mean, this sounds like classic James Cromwell bait. Um, he apparently he ex- attended a celebrity packed event marking the seventieth anniversary of the Hollywood blacklist at the Writers Guild Theater in Beverly's, Beverly Hills. Um, the blacklist was uh, the McCarthyism, right? That's when all the communists, the people were supposedly so many, the writers supposedly associated with the communist party that's right yeah um so he was there to 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 remember that um what side of history you reckon he's on with that um i'm gonna say the right side he's not often on the wrong side yeah which is the the left side the communists yeah they're the wrong side (laughs) uh he was there with uh richard dreyfus oh great dawson and oh that's pretty much it who do you reckon james cromwell's top two hollywood friends are Oh, this is good. Um, okay. Uh, I bet he's good friends with ooh, Judy Dench. I bet they get on oh, great. They would love each other, wouldn't they? Oh, be- Stop being silly, James. I can't help it. <laughs> oh, James, off to another protest again, I suppose. Well, you know me. I love protests. Well, be back before supper. <laughs> what are we having? A tea. And? Not meet again. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm telling you. But you love bacon, James. Do try it. No. Okay. And scene. Who else is this friend? Well, I said one, you said one. Oh, okay. Uh, one of his friends is a, a cowboy hat. <laughs> so his friends in Hollywood are a was... Judy Dench and a cowboy hat. <laughs> Out of all the f- all the celebrities, all the stars in the sky, you we do a movie podcast, and you couldn't think of another celebrity, so you said a cowboy hat. <laughs> Like an empty cowboy. <laughs> I was trying to think of an iconic Hollywood celebrity. And I was thinking Hollywood in my brain. <laughs> Beloved. <laughs> Beloved American yeah. Hollywood star cowboy hat. <laughs> As seen in films with cowboys. Yeah. All the classics have a cowboy hat. And sometimes, like, a gambler from Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah, sure. Like the one in Austin Powers. <laughs> That's the one James Cromwell's friends with. It's me, James Cromwell. It's my birthday today. I'm going to have a birthday party with my two friends, Judy Dench <laughs> and Cowboy Hat. Hello, James. Waiter, two, three seats. <laughs> <laughs> at your finest finest table please uh, one for my good friend Judy Ditch and one for I don't believe I need to say his name Cowboy Hat oh certainly James I, I recognise the Cowboy Hat of course from such films as Stagecoach uh, True Grit it's an honour to have you here at our restaurant well when we're at the restaurant we're just friends I know we're big stars but we would like to enjoy our supper uh, uh, in peace. Oh, c- Myself, Judy Ditch, and this cowboy hat. Now, I noticed when you were impersonating James Cromwell there, you did kind of a southern accent. I went southern, yeah. Do you reckon he puts that on around, around the, cowboy? the cowboy hat? Certainly he does. And Judy Ditch is like, James, why are you speaking of that southern drawl? I'm just get nervous around noted... Hollywood legend, cowboy hat. People do that often, you know, if you spend enough time around other people, you adopt their accents. So, that's what... So, everything makes sense. <laughs> yeah, Nick. This has been Alive in Cromwell. Welcome back. When we left Gerard Butler, he was flying around in space. Yep. <laughs> Wasn't he, Nick? He sure was. And... And he what was had, he doing? He had just Describe to me exactly what he was doing when we were there. Trying! All right, okay. You he, don't remember. He had just told his brother that there was a conspiracy in the form of a secret message about... Uh, he's told his brother a phishing anecdote, which was actually a coded message saying conspiracy at the of the highest degree. Mm-hmm. So he knows there's a conspiracy on board. We don't. The audience doesn't. But Jerry Butler sure does. Well, we, well, we do know. Who? The audience. Who did it? Oh, no, we know that. There was no, he, one. I don't think he knows who did it. Do oh, so he just knows there was one. Yeah. That's no fun. <laughs> well, he needs to find out who who did it then, Nick. He sure does. <laughs> well, <laughs> do you know where he's going? To check his emails. <laughs> and uh, so Jared Butler heads to his computer. He sits down, opens up his space computer, uh, logs in. And the first thing he's got to do... James Lawson. Oh, yeah, he writes in the password. He's forgot it. 
<laughs> it's, it's been a long time since it's been up in space. Well, uh, so he clicks um, on into your question. Yeah. And the secret question comes up to him. Yeah, and it's like, it's which is your favorite satellite? <laughs> and, and to be honest, there's what? How many, Nick? Yeah, that's a trick question. He knows the answer. It's all of them. <laughs> so he writes in all of them, and he gets his password, which is... Satellites. <laughs> it should have been clear from the beginning. His <laughs> password is satellites. He writes it's also it. on a post-it note on his computer as well. <laughs> so yeah, don't is forget, it? Gerard. But he's hung over. Or does he just look that way? We'll soon find out. Uh, so he writes in satellites. Yeah. And his emails open come up. emails. Yeah. And there's so many emails in there, Nick. There's a few. Well, he's yeah. got to go in the search, doesn't he? And searches for conspiracy. Yeah. He types in conspiracy. Oh, and there's a lot of emails about conspiracies going around. <laughs> a lot of... Uh, he, he forwards a few chain letters. Yeah. Um, and then he finds a secret document that says, um, conspir- for conspiracy friends... Um, and then in brackets says, don't show uh, James Lawson. Oh, how'd, he get, how'd they get emailed to him? Guess what? They accidentally sent it to him. Oh, they, did they um, reply all? Yeah. <laughs> they were talking about him, and they actually sent it to oh, him. Oh, man. I hate when you do that. Um, and he, and uh, he, he looks to see who it is. Mm-hmm. It's his brother. What? Yeah. His brother's behind all this? Sure, why not? Yeah. <laughs> So, so he immediately goes and calls his brother and has another conversation from uh, in the room where he has this fishing conversation. Yeah. And he has to speak to his brother in code. Yeah. So here's, here's the code. Okay. <clears throat> Other Bray. Uh, uh, what? they Zay. James. Uh, a conspiracy case. Something seems to be wrong with the transmission. Uh, brother, I. Please pay. I can't understand. Here, Tay. Zay, conspiracy K. Well, this is garble, garble, garble garbage to me. And and his brother ends the transmission, and his brother takes the transmission to his friend, who's a, a secret hacker, and he says, "Now, is there some code in here that can you crack it?" Um, and she, uh, she says, "I think what's happening is at the end, he, your brother somehow is putting the ends of words, uh, the beginnings of words, at the end, and adding a y." Yeah. And um, it turns out that what he's saying was... There is a conspiracy. He's kind of repeating himself uh, from before. And to be well, honest... fine. I don't know why he said his brother. His brother's the one behind the conspiracy. So <laughs> the whole thing was a big mistake. Yeah. Um, well, he's not the brightest tool at the shit, no, is he? he's a fucking idiot. He doesn't know how... <laughs> he just loves satellites. To be honest, he tricked... And here's, and here's another conspiracy, which slowly starts being revealed, that they're going through his files, because they, they, the brother needs to stop Joe Butler before any of those kids had a control. You know, he doesn't want anyone finding out about his conspiracy, but he uncovers a conspiracy of his own. Joe Butler lied about going to Klamath College. <gasps> he never went. He never went. He just loves satellites so much. Well, he doesn't know anything about the weather. No, he just... And wants- then he's like, well, of course, and, and that makes, like, of course, like shooting... Storms with bullets don't make any sense. <laughs> it should never have worked. No, it should never be that. It should have been a sexy storm across across in space uh, to draw the storm to the sexy storm. For some reason, the world trusted this man. And Gerard's end game was just to put as many satellites in space as he could. Yeah, he loves them. Here's the question, though. What kind of love is it? Well, I think for most of them, it's sort of a, a paternal... You know, they're his uh, sons. Cre- yeah, they're all his sons, apart from one of them. 
What? Who's his wife? Oh yes, of course. So the he loves International Space Station. But the, the his, whole... gra- his greatest love of all. Oh, man, this is the, the, it's like the equivalent of him of a sexy storm, mm. but it's a sexy woman. But instead of a woman, it's, it's space, a satellite it's a space station. <laughs> And uh, yeah, he's 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 very unhappy about the other people being in there. So he he kills them all. He blows them all out into space. Jeepers creepers. Yeah. Um, the brother contacts Gerard again and says, "Good a goo, good a gop, good a gooing, good a guess, good a good a gatolite, good a gant, good a good, good a gore, good a goring, good a gorms." And Jeremiah has no idea what this means. No, so he, no absolutely no And he way. goes to see the hacker, but bad news. He's blowing the hacker out uh, of the ISS. Uh, but he, um, so he has no idea. What, what he's actually saying is, uh, I know that you're uh, in love with the satellite. <laughs> satellites, I know satellites aren't good at destroying storms. Yeah. And so what we've got here is two conspiracies going on. But what's the conspiracy with the brother, Nick? Have we found that out? Um, yeah. It's uh, he's, um, he uh, is jealous yeah um of gerard butler's um he, he really wants he, he basically he loves gerard butler's daughter he wants to be uh a father to gerard butler's daughter uh, he thinks gerard butler is a bad dad which is fair enough because he just went to space he, he abandoned his daughter to go marry a satellite <laughs> This is Parenting 101. Um, and so he sent, but he, so he sort of allowed Jero Butler to go up to space so that he can be with Jero uh, uh, Butler's Jero daughter Butler's down on daughter. Earth. Oh my goodness. Well, it kind of seems as long as there's no big geostorm coming mm. that uh, this could kind of work out because that Max, the brother, gets to raise the kid on Earth. Jero Butler gets to have his weird satellite wife like, mm. away from everyone where it doesn't affect anyone else. Mm. Maybe they should just let this be. But bad news, guys. Uh-oh. There's a big geostorm coming. No. And Gerard Butler is now too in love with the satellite. He's preoccupied. And the bullets, there aren't enough bullets to shoot the new storm that's coming. Here's how big the storm that's coming is. How big? Five storms. What? Yeah. It's and now this is two more storms than a perfect storm. Yeah, yeah. No, as we all know, a perfect storm is uh, is three. A storm in a teacup is one. Ah, uh, okay. And storm from X-Men, just two. Oh, she's a woman. <laughs> And so the storm is five storms big. Five storms, yeah. yeah. How many storms deep? Uh, it's about three and a half. Oh, yeah, three and a half yeah. deep. This is a pretty big storm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's 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 whirling around. Mm. And it's it's coming straight for London. Wow, Whoa. that's it's a good city. We don't want to lose yeah, that one. No. Um, in Boston, a phone rings. Hello, I'm on it. Guess who it is? Mark Wahlberg. What from the perfect storm? <laughs> I thought he drowned. <laughs> <laughs> he survived <laughs> he survived <laughs> and he's been chasing storms ever since yeah he's the ultimate storm chaser um, guess who else gets called hello wait who is it Bill Paxton oh my god from Twister <laughs> yeah he's he's there uh, hello who's this John Cusack what from the, the day after tomorrow is that right no 2012 2012 yeah who's, who's in the day after tomorrow Who's in the day after tomorrow? Is it, um... Who's uh, in the uh, day after tomorrow? Dennis Quaid, right? Dennis Quaid. <laughs> He's there too. Hello? <laughs> Any women? Um, no. <laughs> oh, uh, Helen, was it Helen Hunt and, um, and Twister? She's in Twister. 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 Yeah. yeah, she can come. Oh, great. <laughs> there's, room in, there's room for one more. In the van. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Scooby-Doo mystery van, yeah. but it's got pictures of storm tornadoes on it. Yeah, yeah. But they're all the, all the types of storm chasers. Oh, 
But there's other, but it's every because this is a geostorm, Nick. Oh, it's, so it's every type of storm. It's every type of storm. So every guess, type of natural um, disaster. Um, brr, brr, hello, who's guess, there? It's Dante. <gasps> <laughs> is, is that is, is that what it's called? Is he Dante? What is is that Pierce Brosnan? Pierce Brosnan from Dante's Beach. <laughs> it's me, The Rock from San Andreas. Oh wow, he's there. Fantastic. They'll need him. Um, brr, brr. Hello. <laughs> It's me, Dante. Oh, from Dante's Peak. <laughs> no, Dante from Volcano. Oh. Volcano came out at the same time as Dante's Peak. It's Tommy Lee Jones from Volcano, whose character is also called Dante. I assumed. <laughs> it's uh, it's me. It's Bruce Willis from Armageddon. Oh, gosh. We'll, we'll need him. Do you yeah. need me? <laughs> yeah. G- g- uh, please hop on board. Uh, brr, brr. Hello. It's me, Morgan Freeman from Deep Impact. Oh, well, I don't know. We've already got Bruce Willis. I'm not sure he's going to be that stoked to have you. No, I, th- I think they need... They need they all need right, him. all right, jump in the van. Okay, is there any room for any more in the van? Uh, no, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, um, uh, mm, I know, I can't think of a single brr, brr. Hello? Hello? Oh, who's this? Uh, the wind. Oh, can the wind come? Yeah. Well, uh, you're a bit part of the problem, to be honest. <laughs> okay. Get away, you're scrapping and that the was, that's, that's why this is the best team, Nick. Yeah. Because this team, they knew not to let the wind come. Because that's... <laughs> <laughs> so they get in their van, um, and they drive <laughs> from Boston yeah. to the coast. Yeah. Of London. <laughs> Well, you see, um, the geostorm has caused an ice road to open between yeah. London and America. And so many truckers. <laughs> it's, covered, it's covered in truckers. There's a big traffic jam of ice road truckers all the way to London. But they, they get there uh, just in time yeah. for the storm. Just in time to be hit by the a storm five storms big and three storms deep. And um, it it just destroys, <laughs> destroys their van. Uh, yeah. And they're nothing without their van. No, the van is where they keep all their um, costumes, <laughs> cool gadgets. What's their costume? It's like... It's uh, because they've got a uniform, this Yeah, game. it's like yeah. the different colours of the storm, but it's all grey. Okay. Uh, all like different shades of grey. And sunglasses. And sunglasses. And, a, and like a rain jacket. <laughs> wow. Uh, but they don't have any And of they've that. got those umbrellas that don't blow inside out. Oh, those are so good. Yeah, they're yeah. top of the line. Yeah, well, unfortunately. <laughs> Spend no expense. Yeah. But they might not blow inside out, but they certainly blow away <laughs> when not being held uh, when a storm destroys the van. Yeah. So they're just sitting, they've got no van. They are done for. Uh, and and to be honest, Max and uh, Jerry Butler totally preoccupied. They haven't been any part of this, have they? No. Um, uh, when? <laughs> Who should appear? <laughs> Who should appear? But star of... Uh, disaster movies from the start of Hollywood till now. Um, unsung hero, cowboy, <laughs> riding as he always does on top of a cowboy boot. Uh, an American hero, a true legend. Wow. Um, he rides out of the storm. Um, behind him, towing a sexy storm. Uh, oh, thank God. Uh, five stories deep and five stories wide. Um, Storms. Storms. Oh, five storms. Sorry. Stories is how we measure houses, Nick. Uh, measure a storm by storms. And it's wearing um, a long blonde wig. Wow. Um, and it's got a, a like a, a strapless dress. Marilyn Monroe's dress. Another great actress <laughs> from Hollywood. And Cowboy Boots says, 
well nothing as it you know mm. but um sees everything yeah well it's with the strongest deer and uh some say the image of Marilyn Monroe getting her dress blown up by um by the wind is one of the sexiest images in Hollywood history wait till you see the wind itself wearing Marilyn Monroe's dress <laughs> Uh, no storm or indeed man could resist that <laughs> and the storm draws uh, the the sexy storm draws the uh, uh, other storm into the ocean but it also draws all of the men uh, from the, all of the storm chasers because yeah. they, they've never seen a storm so the only person who can resist its charms is Helen Hunt yeah um, she watches as the men all swim out to sea to certain death <laughs> following the storms big old boners keep um, them afloat and she and just as and as the wind dies down the van drops right down next to her and she goes <laughs> she flips twirls the keys in her hand and says huh, uh, my turn and she gets to the van <laughs> and <laughs> drives off to start her own uh, uh, t- team of storm chasers who are uh, women that's very progressive <laughs> Uh, meanwhile in space, Jared Butler is kissing a satellite. <laughs> oh, I love you. I love you, satellite. He's dropped his accent. He's given up acting. <laughs> it turns out Jared Butler himself just, just is in love with the satellite. Yeah. Um, and as he kisses the satellite, he he forgot to, because he's killed everyone on it, he um, forgot to uh, sit, reset the orbit and it slowly drifts away um, into space. Into deep, deep space. Uh, where he is killed by Samara from the ring. <laughs> um, wow. For sure, let us hope that's what happened in that second half. <laughs> um, Geostorm. One of the worst films we've ever seen. And I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think something amazing might have happened. We go, we go. Well, we go, Do we have to go back now? Do we have to go back now? <laughs> I suppose so. Oh gosh, that was nonsense. Um, yeah, I mean, what we did was good. Oh yeah, no, really good. We really we really saved that movie <laughs> in a big way. Hey, thank you so much for listening to Walkout Boys. Uh, it's a pleasure to bring you quality content like this. Um, and if you've enjoyed it, please rate us on iTunes or tell some about it. Mm, and make sure you check out all the other podcasts on the Little Empire Podcast Network, which we are so proud to be a part of. We'll see you later. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.